ladies, we're going to be doing a podcast for you. I believe if you really, truly understand this podcast, you will change your life forever. I, I guarantee you that. I absolutely guarantee you that. While going through life, sometimes we get in ruts. Most often, we live our lives how society and culture expect us to, towing the line. But it feels empty. We feel unfulfilled. And we know deep down there's much more to life. This is Unplugged Freedom. This is Unplugged Freedom. Life is not just a one-size-fits-all. We're here to offer you a new perspective on how you can create true freedom for yourself. No limits. No limits. No restrictions. No restrictions. You have passions and interests, skills and talents. It's time to dig, find them, and use them. Let's do this. He's here to help you get more out of life. Unplugged Freedom with Nathan Isaac. Yo, what is happening, guys? Nathan back once again with another episode of Block Freedom Podcast. And today's episode, we are going to be talking about confidence for the ladies. Ladies, we're going to be doing a podcast for you. Okay, this is a very special podcast. I believe if you really, truly understand this podcast, you will change your life forever. I I guarantee you that. I absolutely guarantee you that. Now, a forewarning, ladies, is that you may be offended. Some of you may be offended by what I am going to talk about in today's episode. And you're, you're going to understand as to why I say that, okay? Because there's a lot of times ladies will say, how dare you try to tell me how to live my life and, you know, all that kind of stuff. What I'm going to say and pre-warn you about is if you just listen and try to understand the deeper meaning of what I'm saying here, you will see that I mean no harm whatsoever. I don't mean any ill will at all. And if you really get the underlying message of this, then you will know that I am just trying to get help you become a better version of yourself. And I think at the end of the day, that's all we want is just to be a better version of ourselves. We don't want to continue running into the same problems, running into the same issues, whatever it may be. Maybe you're on the, the dating game and you're running into the same men and you're thinking to yourself, why can I not get out of this rut? Whatever that rut may be, whether it's financially, career-wise, romantically, any of that, maybe a big part of it is what we are going to talk about today. And I wanna help you get there. And that's what Unplugged Freedom is about, is unplugging you from the system, unplugging you from the normal bullshit advice that you're gonna hear out there and giving you real tangible advice that you're probably not gonna hear from other people. And at the same time, may actually very well be a little hard to hear. So let's get to it. Let's talk about it, ladies. Gentlemen, if you're here too, you know, I'm sure you'll get something as well from this. So welcome to the Unplugged Freedom Podcast. And today we are going to be talking about confidence 
will do what makeup never can. So what the heck does that mean? So ladies, we all we all know that you know there there's makeup out there and you enjoy it for many different types of reasons. Maybe you like you have some beautiful eyes that people always compliment you on and you use makeup to kind of accentuate those a little bit more. Maybe you have these cheekbones that people compliment you on and you use makeup to kind of accentuate that as well. Or maybe you just have a certain type of facial features that people seem to compliment you on and you use makeup to kind of just get you little bit enhancing that as well. Now, first things first, there's nothing wrong with makeup. I'm not saying that makeup's bad. I'm makeup, stop wearing makeup. I'm not saying that. However, I'm going to just help you understand as to why confidence will do what makeup never can. So as a guy, I'll try to relate in things that I know but I can tell you right now, I don't wear a whole lot of makeup, okay? However, I do know that when I take a selfie, that there is a beautify option and I can raise that up or I can lower it. And if I lower that option on a selfie, what then happens is that you then start to see all the, let's say, imperfections on my face. And that's why we raise it up. We, we raise it up. So that's kind of like makeup in a way. Your skin looks smoother. doesn't look as whatever it may be. There's less lines. There's all these things. So we use that. Now we can crank that up so high that let's say if uh, a, your boyfriend or, you know, you have a little, uh, your, your man has a little bit of facial hair, you can crank that beautify up so high that his mustache is actually gone because it, that's just what it does when it's doing its processing and it's smoothing that it removes some things like that so it's kind of interesting some people get a little too crazy with the filters and the beautify and you know it's there for a reason you know who doesn't like it you know like oh wow my skin looks really good i really like this photo but the thing is I dare you to post a photo without it. I dare you to post a photo without the filter. I dare you to post a photo without the makeup. Ooh, right? And I get it. I post photos and I will make sure that, you know, there's a certain one where you got the angle right, you got the lighting right, you got the hair right. Everything has to be in order in order for you to want to post that photo. I know, I get it, understand that. So, makeup. Here's the thing with makeup. It's a beautiful tool. It's a beautiful tool to maybe help us boost our confidence. So, as a guy, I personally like to wear certain shirts that are a little bit more fitting for myself. I don't like to wear a shirt that's just a square block, just looks big, it's just unflattering whatsoever. I don't like that kind of stuff. So I like to have a shirt that's a little bit more fitting, you know, shows off my arms a little bit more, shows off a little bit closer to my, my body. So in one aspect, this is kind of like makeup, kind of the same of reasons along the, 
lines as to why someone would want to wear makeup. Because you like the way it makes you look. You like the way it makes you feel. So if I were to wear just a crappy shirt that's just a square block and it looks too big, the arms are way out, the body is just blah, and it's uncomfortable, I know what that makes me feel like when I go out in public like that. But if I have a nice shirt that fits me great in all the right places, I have a nice pair of pants that fits me good, and I have some nice shoes to go along with that, and I got my hair just doing its thing perfectly, you feel a lot different than if your hair's all frizzy, you got a shirt that doesn't necessarily fit, you got pants that are uncomfortable, maybe they're a little short, and then maybe you got totally the wrong shoes that are unflattering at all. So these two perspectives, these two outfits, let's say, are kind of similar to someone as to why they would want to wear makeup. You know, you feel confident. You, 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 you look better. You enjoy how it makes you feel, how it makes you look. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that whatsoever. Of course, we like to look good when we want to go out for dinner. We want to look good. We want to feel good. Because if we look good and we feel good, the better time we're going to have. Because if I'm sitting there and I'm totally in an uncomfortable state, with the clothes that I'm wearing, my hair is just a mess. How well do you think am I going to be of good company when I'm out for dinner with my friends? Probably not very good because I'm going to be thinking about what's my hair doing right now. It's just a frizzy, crazy mess. Oh, this shirt is so terrible. It fits so uncomfortably. It looks terrible. I just, just, your mind is not in the right, right place. So I understand as to, wanting to look good and feel good and puts you in a new mindset so that you're not thinking about that kind of stuff. However, there is this thing and it's, it's a terrible, it's a terrible thing. Okay. Is that because of social media, especially because of social media, we have Photoshop, we have filters, we have beautify, People are buying these $1,500 phones and they're just that have amazing cameras and they're just throwing a filter that just ruins all of that. It's it's you might as well just buy a crappy $400 camera and you'll get the same result after you get your filter and your beautify on it. So if you don't want that fancy camera, then. <laughs> then you don't need that fancy $1,500 phone if you're just going to throw a filter and some beautify over top of it. Now, the thing is, is that because of social media, we see these unattainable things. For men, we see these guys with six-pack abs. They got eight-pack abs. You know, they're just like chiseled. The biceps are just like, you know, and there's just like so much within it and we start to think that this is actually real life. When in reality, these people may not have drank any water for the past 24 hours. They may have, they may be super dehydrated in that very moment. They took some sort of supplement at the same time, got their pump really good, and that then they took the photo shoot. But you're not seeing the other aspect that 
they feel like shit. They got a headache. They got a migraine. They are not in a good state of mind while they are taking these photos. But you just see the final product. And because you see the final product, you're just thinking, oh, wow. So because you see this over and over again, you start to compare and you start to think that this is real life. Now, there's a lot of people who would say, I don't compare my life to that. I don't do that. There, I know that that's not reality. Yes, but the thing is, is that subconsciously, you have to understand and realize that the reality is, even if, even if you don't think that that is reality, consciously, subconsciously, you're actually taking this in and it is feeding into you. So you have to be very aware of your subconscious mind. So why does this come into makeup? Well, we see these women that are out there and what happens? We see these women that are out there and they wear this makeup. And then all of a sudden, we start to think that this is reality. We start to think that this is attainable, that their skin, their flawless skin, their, their cheekbones, their eyes, their lashes, all of this stuff is actually attainable. When in reality, it's the furthest thing from the truth. And because this could leak into our subconscious mind, we start to think, maybe I got to hide these blemishes just a little bit more. Maybe I got to hide these, you know, fine lines a little bit more. Maybe I got to accentuate my eyes or my eyebrows a little more. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, you've, you're, you're putting on some makeup and then it gets to a point where you're putting on a lot of makeup. Now, think of, think of two businesses, okay? And they think of two businesses and they just sell trinkets, like a dollar store, for example. Now, they're next to each other. They sell similar items. You can go into either store and you can get similar kind of items, but different. But the thing is, is they're at war with each other. And this guy over here, he marks his coffee cups at $1 a piece. And then the guy next to him marks his coffee cups at 95 cents a piece. And he sees a little bit more traffic going towards his store because of that little bit of a sale. But then the other business owner then says, you know what? I'm going to mark all my clothes down 10%. And so he's now 10% cheaper than the other guy. And then all of a sudden, the other guy then says, you know what? I'm going to mark all my dishware down 25%. And then all of a sudden... What happens is this keeps going back and forth, back and forth. Now, who's the winner out of these two? If this is the kind of game that they're playing, who is the winner out of this? Nobody is a winner. So if you're driving your price low, you're not winning. You may be getting more customers, but you're not winning. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Now, the reason that I share this is because it's the same thing with a lot of women in this world today. Now, can be men, like I said, please don't get offended, but I'm just sharing with you that we can replace makeup with a lot of other things. But 
at the end of the day, we could say, let's say you go in and you're trying a new eyeliner. Forgive me if I don't quite know what eyeliner or foundation or whatever it is may do. I may mix these up, so just please forgive me in that, but it's just the point that I'm trying to get across. So let's say you use some eyeliner and you kind of want to accentuate your eyes a little bit. Maybe you put on a little bit of other makeup, but not much. But then all of a sudden, Susie from accounting, she comes in. Not only does she have eyeliner on, but she's got her eyebrows nice and trimmed up, right? And then she's got a little bit more foundation on, a little bit of color coming out. Whoa, okay, okay. And then all of a sudden, let's say Sarah from parts department comes in and she's got her hair done. She's got her eyebrows done. She's got her lashes done. She's got her eyeliner. She's got the makeup. She's got the outfit. She's got everything on. Holy moly. Okay. Okay. And there you are with just your eyeliner. Now you're thinking, oh, wow. Like I gotta, I gotta step my game up a little bit. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll just put a little bit more foundation on. Maybe I'll just put a little bit more mascara on. Maybe I'll just put a little bit, do my eyebrows just a little bit more. And then you go into work. And then all of a sudden there's Susie from accounting. She comes in even more than she was last time because she's got to step her game up because Sarah from parts department is, is really bringing the heat. But then all of a sudden, Sarah, once again, bam, she brings the heat. She's got her nails done. She's got everything. She's really just really coming out. And everybody's commenting. You can hear the guys commenting. You can hear the ladies commenting on Sarah from parts department. And there you are with your little bit of mascara. You got your little bit of eyeliner. You got a little bit of foundation on and some color. And you're still thinking, oh man, I got to step my game up. And this continues to happen. And then next thing you know, you have the paint rollers coming out. (laughs) And so there you are. You have a lot of foundation on, you have a lot of color on, a lot of mascara on, you have a lot of eyeliner on, you have, you're just up there. You've stepped your game up again because of the keeping up with the Joneses mentality. Who wins in this game? Nobody wins in this game. Nobody wins because what happens is it becomes too fake. All it becomes is just a war on makeup. Now, the thing is, and if you can understand this, you will have a totally different mindset towards makeup. In the construction industry, we have a saying, and that saying is, is we can, how do you want the job done? Do you want us to polish a turd? And what that means, as <laughs> what that means is simply that Polishing a turd basically is if something doesn't look good, do you want us just to make it look good on the outside, but on the inside, it's not looking good? So let's say if we were renovating a an apartment, well, we can paint the walls, we can fix some finishings, we can do some cleaning, some deep cleaning and, you know, make everything look good. But meanwhile, when you open the drawers, the drawers fall apart. You open the fridge, the fridge is broken, doesn't get very cold. You turn on the heater and the heater struggles. You, You get what I'm saying is that 
from just walking in, you can see, oh, wow, this is a very nice apartment. But it's not until you actually start begin to live in the apartment and get to see the apartment that it was only uh, looked good from the outside. It didn't actually function and perform well as you thought. So polishing a turd. <laughs> like I said, don't get offended by some of the things that I say. So that's why if you get in, if you get stuck in this game and caught in there with with the makeup game, then it just becomes more makeup over here, more makeup over here and here. However, if you realize that if you put enough makeup on a potato, you can make a potato turn heads. And that's actually that's actually a true a true statement. You can go online right now to Google and you can go makeup on a potato and you can search that and you go to images and you look at these potatoes that have makeup on it. They've got eyelashes, they've got eyebrows done, they've got the whole works done. You could literally make a whole dating profile of a potato with makeup on it. And I'm sure a bunch of guys would be sending messages to this profile, not realizing that it's a potato. You could put enough makeup on me and make me look good. My point is, is that if you understand that if you can put enough makeup on a potato that you can make a potato look good, what does that say about makeup? So if that's the case about makeup, then why would we, why would we want to play that game? Why would we want to get stuck in that game? We don't want to get stuck in that game. We don't want to play that game. So what, so if we don't want to get stuck in that game, then what game do we want to play? And that game that you want to play is the confidence game. Confidence will do what makeup never can. I want you to get that in your head. I want you to really let that sink in. Confidence will do what makeup never can. So rather than playing the game of the makeup, you play the game that you know will be far more successful for you as a person as well, not just socially, but that is gaining or increasing your confidence rather than just increasing the amount of makeup that you're putting on. So let's say Sarah from parts department, she comes in to the nines, makeup just painted on. She can't smile too big or else it'll chip off and fall off. So she's always got to have this persona. Have you ever seen this about a lot of women? It's like they, they can't move in a certain way. They can't smile in a certain way because of the persona that they've created with, let's say, the makeup, the hair, the nails, all of this stuff. And, and like I said, there's nothing wrong with like getting your nails done, nothing wrong with makeup, nothing wrong with getting your hair done, nothing wrong with extensions, all that stuff. But what I'm saying is that when you're creating this persona and it's like this perfect persona, the perfect hair with the perfect makeup, with the perfect nails, with the perfect dress, with the perfect shoes, with the perfect everything, well, have you ever taken 
that kind of person and wanted to, let's say, do something spontaneous. He said, hey, let's go to the pool. Let's go for a swim at the new fancy pool that they just built downtown. And they're thinking, well, I can't do that because then I'm not in my perfect hair. I'm not in my perfect makeup. I'm not in my perfect dress. I'm not in my perfect heels. I'm not in my perfect everything. So there's kind of like a persona that they, they, they can't go around that. I knew this one girl. And if you saw her photos, she always had this pose. It was, it literally, it was something to do with her legs. She always posed in this way with her legs. She always stood in a way before every photo. She always stood in this way. And she would not take a photo any other way because that was like her perfect pose. So if you saw these photos, you would kind of be expecting this perfect persona in a way. And it would be weird for you to see any other way. Her just sitting and eating a meal, let's say, for example. Her just sitting and laughing with her friends. It, it would be odd to see that because she's created such a persona around this one type of pose. So that, that's, that's the worrisome thing when you try to go down this route. But whereas confidence comes in, confidence is, it comes from within. It doesn't come from externally. It comes from within. And so when it comes from within, it's a much different game. And it also hits different with men. Let's say if you're trying to attract a man, it hits different with a man. We're going to talk all about this. So, ladies, where do we even begin here? So we got the makeup. Okay, let's start off with our, our, our skin. Let's start off with our skin. That's what we'll start off with. So, have you ever seen a girl who wears a lot of makeup and have you ever seen those types of girls without makeup? I always say they always have this, this look to their face. And it's always very similar. Let's say if you took 10 girls who wear a lot of makeup and you line them all up and they weren't wearing makeup, their face and their skin would all have this very similar look to it. And... I always say that it's their face just just gasping for for sunlight. It's gasping for oxygen. It doesn't look healthy. It doesn't look good. Sometimes it can be breaking out. Sometimes it can be just having some sort of issues because it never gets to see any light. It never gets to breathe any oxygen. It never gets to produce its own oils. It never gets to just do its own thing. So because it's always covered up, it never gets to heal properly. So if there's some sort of skin reaction, it never gets to heal properly because what happens is all of a sudden the makeup becomes more because they now need to cover that up. So then it's it's caked on even more and so then less oxygen less light less what your face skin needs and i'll tell you why i say face skin less of what your face skin needs 
it just gets deprived of it all. So if you take these 10 women who wear a lot of makeup and you see them all without makeup, you'll see that their face all has this similar look to it. It's this unhealthy, does not look good. I was actually even just reading a profile of one of the members of Survivor. If you ever watched that TV show, there's a, one of the members of Survivor and one of her pet peeves, there's these profiles of them online. And one of her pet peeves was, I hate when people ask me if I'm sick when I'm not wearing makeup. But the funny thing is, is when I looked up her name, when I saw her on the TV show and I said, hey, let me look up this person, I looked up her name and saw the photos of her online, I was thinking, this can't be the same person. And I had to double check. And it was the same person. It was just that they put enough makeup on this person that they looked completely different. And so so her pet peeve is, I hate when people ask me if I'm sick when I'm not wearing any makeup. And the thing is, is that, well, I'm not surprised because your skin is literally dying for oxygen, for, for nutrients, for sunlight. It's just, just deprived of it all and it just wants it so bad. So yeah, you're probably gonna look sick if you are not wearing the 10 pounds of makeup that you normally do. So that's, that's the first thing, is that when you get into that makeup game with somebody else and it just becomes more and more and more, what happens is you're depriving your skin of what it needs. Our skin, like our bodies in general are, are amazing. Our facial skin is different than, let's say, the skin that's on our arms, maybe even on our hands. The skin that is on our feet is different than what's on our legs. And so it needs different, different things because naturally the skin that is on our legs is probably not going to see as much daylight and it's probably not, it's probably expected to not see as much daylight and probably expected to not, not receive as much oxygen as our face, let's say. So our face, facial skin is much different than other skin that is on our body. So it needs different things in order to thrive. And the thing is, is that healthy skin is beautiful. Ladies, I'm going to tell you right now, healthy skin is beautiful. And I'm sure that you probably already know this, but it, when healthy skin is healthy, it's got beautiful color to it. It's got beautiful oil to it. It's soft. It's possibly smooth. Maybe there's not any blemishes or acne or things like that. Beautiful facial skin is just, it's, it's very different than any other skin that is, that is, that we have. You can look at a woman or even a man who has healthy skin and you can see it. It's radiant. It's vibrant. It's just something that it's, makes you stop in your tracks. You never look at like someone's, well, you can, you can look at someone's, let's say, let's say if somebody showed up in a bathing suit, someone shows up in a bathing suit and you can see their skin just looks, maybe it looks pale. It almost looks just dull and it's just got this look to it. And we're not even just talking about the facial skin. We're talking about skin in general. And you can see that it's just got this look to it. But then at the same time, you see them eating fast food. 
you see them eating candy, you see them eating chips and just that's all they eat. And then you think, okay, I can understand as to why your skin doesn't look very good and why you don't look very healthy because of the diet that you're putting into your body. So I can understand that. Very rarely will you see a healthy person who eats healthy have bad skin. Very rarely. Every time I see somebody who looks like death, who just looks so pale and their skin just looks uh, a lot of times I knew this one guy, he would be crushing two large Dairy Queen blizzards. If you don't know what that is, it's like a, a huge thing of ice cream. Two of them in a in a work shift. And then be and then beyond that, he would also have this other stuff that was just not healthy at all, but he looked the part. So you could you could see that this food or fuel that he was putting into his body was not giving his body what it needs and it reflected that very much so. There's, there's a myth that people say you can't tell somebody's health just by looking at them. You very well can. You very well can. You can look at somebody's smile and you can tell their health. You can look at somebody's skin, you can tell their health. I've looked at some women's skin and it's just like, holy smokes, like you are just stunning. I love your skin. I love your hair. It just it just looks amazing. When a woman has healthy hair, holy, just it's one of the most beautiful sights ever. So this is one reason as to why you don't want to get into the makeup game because you will you will lose. And nobody's a winner out of that game. And what you want is you'd much rather have healthy skin because healthy skin is beautiful skin. It's amazing. And so that is what I would recommend you go after rather than playing the makeup game. Another thing, ladies, if you are looking to attract a man, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Gentlemen, if you're listening, like, I'm sorry for letting the ladies in on this secret. But ladies, listen up. This is very, very, very important. Very true. When a man... Let's say there's, let's say I'm standing there and there's two women in front of me. The one has the makeup, has the extensions, has the everything externally. But then there's the one on the right, the other one, and she doesn't have the hair. Maybe her hair is just a little bit more of a, you know, mess. Maybe she just put a comb to it, a broom. She put a comb to it just quickly. She doesn't have a lot of makeup. She might have just, you know, added a little bit of here, a little bit of there, you know, maybe not even like anything bright for the lipstick, but just whatever it was. But she's standing there with all her confidence and she doesn't care. She doesn't care about me. She doesn't care who I am. She doesn't care about my opinion. She doesn't care any about that. When I look at the one girl who is done up, I may look at her and say, wow, she's she's hot, she's sexy, but that's that's very external. There's another on the other side with the other girl. What happens here in a man is visually you see that, yes, she may not be nines like the other girl, but there's something else that draws you in about this girl. And you don't know what it is. And you're thinking, I need to know this girl's name. I want to talk to this girl. I don't know who she is or what she's doing, but there's something about her that is just 
compelling me to want to know her name. This is true, ladies, 110%. I I swear to you, this is 110% true. That if you are looking for a man and you focus on confidence from within, you will tap into the, the man's, what we call the reptilian brain. He just is compelled to be attracted to you, not just physically. He is pulled towards you. You can walk by a hundred physically attractive people and say, yeah, they're, they're all attractive. But there's one out of the bunch who just you're pulled towards and they may not even be by standards, let's say, by typical standards, that physically attractive, but it's something from within that is pulling you towards them, pulling you to want to know what is their name. And that is something you, if you want to attract a higher quality man, that is how you do it. So I'm going to tell you a story about these two girls, these two girls I knew. So, well, I knew the one and then there was her, she would tell me about her, her best friend. So the one girl, she, the one that I knew, like she was attractive, but by, let's say, let's say magazine standards, let's say, okay, normally what you'd see on a magazine, right? You'd see the perfect hair, the perfect face and all that stuff, right? Let's say by, by magazine standards, the friend who I knew, she wasn't, she wasn't, she didn't fall into that category. You know, her hair was just kind of, you know, out there. Her, she wasn't that super slender look. She, she was a little bit taller. She was a little bit more out there eccentric. She didn't wear all that. She didn't have the facial features, let's say, of, you know, what you'd see on a magazine cover. She didn't wear a lot of makeup. But her friend, her best friend, was more closer to the magazine type woman who had the hair, the perfect hair, who had the makeup, who had the eyes, who had the all of that stuff. And so what happens in this is that is that she, they would go to the club. So they went to the club and the one girl who's not by the magazine standards, she would get all the attention. And she would even say herself to her best friend and say, why are all these guys bothering me when you are the gorgeous one, when you are the beautiful one? And it was just because she was kind of comparing herself to, let's say, the magazine standard of beauty. And the other one was kind of confused to it as well. Now, the reason this happened is because the one girl had a type of confidence that just hit you different. She, she walked into a room and you knew it. And she didn't even have to say a word. It was just... It's like something else. And that's what she had. Whereas the other one, yes, she was pretty in that aspect of, let's say, a magazine cover. And then she accentuated that with the perfect hair, the makeup, the lashes, all that stuff. And then all of a sudden, she wasn't getting as much attention as the other one. And the reason for that is because confidence will do what makeup never can. And also the quality of men that you 
attract in this way is they're worlds apart. They are literally worlds apart. I swear to you that this is a 100% true statement. There, there's attractive people all, all over the place. But those people that have that type of confidence, it is just, it is amazing because you are just pulled towards them and you're just thinking, I, I need to hear this woman's voice. I need to know her name. I need to know where she's from. I need just, just want to know. And you're just so curious. It just builds this curiosity. It's just, it's just one of the most beautiful things ever. I absolutely love it. I just absolutely love it. But it's rare, unfortunately. It's few and far between. It's, it's not common at all. Because it's hard. It's easy to put on makeup. Anybody can learn how to put on makeup. But it's hard to learn confidence. Ladies, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a great example as to what I mean. So let's say a man, okay? It's easy for a man to go to the gym, work out, eat good, build muscle, get six-pack abs, get big biceps, get all that stuff. But ladies, have you ever met a man who's got the six-pack abs, who's got the big arms, who's got the, the physique, but having a conversation with him, he's just a dud? Have you ever ha met a guy who had it all physically and you were thinking, holy moly, this guy is... But then all of a sudden, let's say out on a date, he's the most awkward, weird, conversational, is just not there. And there is definitely no sexual attraction whatsoever, no matter how beautiful his six-pack abs might be. Have you ever met someone like that? I guarantee you that you've met someone like that. I see people like that all the time. In the gym, it's actually quite interesting. Maybe take a look at this. And it is on both aspects. It is on both aspects, but a lot of times I'll see it for the men. Men, you'll see these guys and they're super jacked. They're super in shape. And I'm not saying all, but I'm saying quite a bit. But you can usually see a point as to what would be their motivation. And sometimes they're very socially awkward, but they're fit as hell. But socially awkward, socially awkward like you wouldn't believe and you can see oh i can see why you went to why you began working out and it's because you're very socially awkward that's why and that was your deep down motivation as to what got you into working out in the first place what motivated you because without the muscles without the six pack without all of that stuff you were nothing no women were looking at you. No women were being attracted to you. None of that. And this is why a lot of people will, you'll see them. They'll buy the fancy vehicles. They'll buy the big trucks. They'll got the big wheels on it. They'll, they'll do everything externally, but nothing internally. So it's very much the same as to why, why someone would wear makeup. And like I said, Wearing makeup's not a bad thing. There's nothing wrong with it. It's totally fine. But if we understand these deeper underlying reasons as to why we do certain things, then we can, we can allow ourselves to get to that next level. So take a look at that the next time you're at the gym. If you see a really fit guy, maybe have a conversation with them. Maybe just kind of like, just. and sometimes it doesn't even take a lot. 
And you'll be able to quickly see the motivation as to why they are in such good shape because they've been working on the physical aspect, but they haven't given a moment to work on the, the internal aspect. So which would be their confidence, their social awkwardness, their emotional in intelligence, any of that stuff, because that takes work. Anybody can go to the gym and lift some weights and eat red meat. That's, that's one thing. Anybody can do that. But not everybody can have the, the self-realization that, that they need to work on their, their social skills, their awkwardness, their, their weirdness. And so they would much rather just go and pump weights. So this is why I say don't get caught up in the makeup game. Confidence will do what makeup never can. You will attract far better men if you can walk in little to no makeup and be proud of that. Now, ladies, I understand. I understand 110% that you may be sitting there and you might be thinking, okay, that's great. I understand your whole message of what you're saying, wear less makeup, be more confident, work on internally rather than all the external stuff because even a potato can be beautiful. And you're saying, yeah, that's great and all, but what do you expect me to do? Do you expect me to walk into work on a Monday morning wearing no makeup? <laughs> I know that this would be extremely, extremely difficult. Now, if you... If you go back a couple of episodes, you'll hear that I talked about growing my hair. And I think it was called being a Native American in Canada and growing my hair. I think that was the episode. And you'll hear in that episode why I shaved my head. Like I shaved my head completely bald. Why I shaved it absolutely bald. Two to three times a week, I would take the razor to it. No hair on my head at all. Hated it. And you'll see that the reason for that is because I had some internal insecurities that I could not get past. And the only reason that I was able to actually get past, and now I have what? My hair is like a foot long in some areas, I think. The only reason I was able to get past that is because I was outside of the country. I was in a different place where it was, let's say, quote unquote, safer to to let my guard down in a way. Whereas you might not have that ability. So like, let's say if you took a trip somewhere where nobody knows you, nobody knows this perfect persona of you with the makeup, with the lashes, with the, all this kind of stuff. Nobody knows you with all that. So you, it's much more freeing to say, you know what, I'm going to walk in and I'm not going to have any makeup on. Who are these people to me? They're nobody. They literally don't know who I am or anything. So I can literally be anybody who I want to be. But if everybody at work knows who you are with the makeup, with the lashes, with the with everything all done up, and then you think that you're going to walk in without makeup or any of that stuff, that would be just... <laughs> people may ask you if you're sick, okay? People may ask you if you're sick, and which is a very, very true thing. So... I understand that you may know exactly what I'm talking about. You may be very deep into, unfortunately, the makeup game, but then you're thinking, how do I get out of it? 
And the thing is, is that maybe you don't, you don't have to take these huge steps. You don't have to walk in with no makeup. Maybe you just don't add as much makeup. Maybe you don't add the eyeliner. Maybe you don't add whatever it is. You just little by little, you piece it brick by brick. But I know and understand, fortunately for me, in order to grow my hair, fortunately, it happened to me outside of Canada. Maybe if I had the same experience of getting a sunburn in Canada that and my hair started to grow, that I probably still wouldn't even be where I am with my hair today. Because I would say that I would probably have shaved it right away as soon as I could if it had happened in Canada. But fortunately, because it happened in Australia, in a place where nobody knows who I am, and I could just grow my hair as freely as I wanted to, and I didn't have any persona that I had to upkeep, then I was able to break past that barrier. And then over the years, there has been more barriers that I've had to continue to break down. And you can hear all about that in that last podcast, being a Native American in Canada, growing my hair, I think is what it's called. And so, so I understand that you can't just not wear makeup. You can't just not do something and that it won't change right away. And that's fine. That's totally fine. But you can work towards something and you can work towards less. And what I want for, for you is that, let's say down the road, you message me back one day and you say, Nathan, I listened to your podcast about makeup. And at the time, I was just wearing so much makeup. My skin did not look healthy like you had mentioned. And I decided to just wean off of all of it. And it took me years to eventually do it. But now I can happily report my skin has never looked better. My confidence has never been better. I'm in a thriving relationship with a man that has just just came out of a fairy tale and I have just been living my best life. That's what I would want from you. That's what I would just absolutely love. And that is the goal at the end of the day. Not, not to judge you, not to say that you're a terrible person if you're wearing makeup, not to say that any of that kind of stuff, because there's nothing wrong with any of that. But the thing is, is that we have to, we have to know. And I, I don't believe that a lot of women know that, like at the end of the day, what I'm saying is that you're beautiful. You are beautiful. Naturally, you're beautiful. And it's only the industries that make money off of you that are telling you that you are not beautiful. And here I'm turning around and saying, don't listen to them, listen to me. You are beautiful. You have beautiful hair. No matter if it's frizzy, no matter if it's curly, no matter if it's flat, no matter if it's whatever it is, you have beautiful hair, you have beautiful skin, you have beautiful eyes, you have a beautiful smile, and I have nothing to gain off of that. Whereas the companies that are out there that are telling you that you're not beautiful, they have everything to gain off of you because they're saying, hey, you're not beautiful, but you can be if you wear this. Hey, you're not beautiful, but you can be if you shampoo with this. You're not beautiful. Definitely nowhere near what is out there. So you might as well just use these creams and these lotions and everything. Now, I'm going to leave you with one more thing because 
it it kind of ties into everything uh, with makeup. It's the lotions. You know, like the anti-aging, wrinkle-reducing lotions, that kind of stuff. Do not get stuck in the trap of these either. Because once again, companies come out and they say that you are not beautiful, that you're old, that you're ugly, that you're wrinkled, and that you need our lotions, our creams, our makeup in order to be beautiful. But the thing is, is that we get caught up in this and then we start to deprive our body to do its own things. Our body can produce its own oils. Our body can produce its own moisture. Our body can heal itself. Our body is just, it's amazing when you give it what it needs. And like I said, if you're giving your body just trash food, it's going to reflect that in your skin, in your energy, in your sleep. It, your body's going to basically tell you, you're not giving me what I need. And we're just going to be basically running on survival mode. In a vehicle, if, you're, if your vehicle shits the bed and things go wrong, it will a lot of times go in what's called limp mode. And limp mode won't allow you to go over a certain speed. It won't allow you to do certain things because it's just trying to survive. It's just saying, no, there's big problems at hand that you need to fix. And I'm not going to allow you to, to break me, at least not yet. I'm going to try and survive so that we can get somewhere so that you can actually help me. So our bodies do the same thing is that they resort to limp mode. And this is reflected in our energy, in our sleep, in our, in our overall health, the look of our skin, the look in our eyes, everything. And so... But if we give our bodies what it needs, it will reflect that as well. So now talking about the creams and the wrinkle creams and the anti-aging stuff, these are extremely expensive and corporations know that. And they make a fine, fine penny off of you in order to tell you that you're ugly and old and wrinkled. And the thing is, is that they've, they've marketed it in a way that you, you don't want to age. You don't want to, you don't want to get wrinkled. And the thing is, is that I always tell women, like women are, they are beautiful. And especially women who don't, who are not afraid of aging. Like you can have a 60, 70 year old gorgeous woman who just carries herself in a way. And it's just like, it's like nothing you've ever seen before. It's one of the most beautiful things. I love it. I love seeing like an older woman who just has so much confidence. Like she just ages so beautifully. And it's, it's as the old saying a woman ages like a fine wine. It just gets better over time. And so what happens with the, the creams is that the anti-aging is that our bodies will stop producing the collagen, the, the elasticity, the oils, the, the moisture, the things that it needs in order to, to be healthy, to look healthy. It'll stop producing that if you are giving it that. So if you are, your body is very smart in the way that it says, oh, so I don't, you're adding moisture to me, so I don't need to add more moisture. So it'll stop producing moisture. But then what happens is sometimes, let's say we wash that all off and now our skin's very dry. 
And then our skin will say, oh, we need moisture. And then it pumps out the moisture really, really hard. And then our skin becomes super oily. And then we're thinking, oh, it's so oily. I got to get rid of this. And then we come in this cycle. For another example is that for myself, I never, never wear hand lotion. Never wear hand lotion. If I wear hand lotion, my body immediately says, oh, we don't need to produce any oils in our hands, so we'll just stop. So the second the hand lotion kind of wears off, my skin becomes extremely dry. It, it starts to crack on my knuckles, especially my, my pinkies, and it's, it's terrible, absolutely terrible. And I will try all the different high quality creams and lotions for my hands, but no, will just, my hands will literally stop producing its own and become the driest that they've ever been while using lotion. So I never use that. I never use chapstick. And this is, once again, it's the same thing. Now, once again, everybody is different, okay? If I use chapstick, my lips become extremely dry in, until I'm in this cycle of having to wear chapstick all the time. And then I have to break that cycle by stop using it and then my lips get extremely dry because I'm not using it. And then that will become a painful process until my body starts reproducing its own moisture for my lips. So our bodies do this. So when we have the creams, now here's the thing is that when we have the creams and the, the anti-aging, no wrinkles, yes, it does one job. But the thing is, is that have you ever seen these women without those creams and lotions without the makeup without the creams and lotions without all that stuff their face is just once again just like the girl was saying people are going to ask you are you sick because your your face is just it doesn't look the same you don't look the same this the skin doesn't look healthy and it's because you're putting all this stuff on it and it's just it's it's terrible now, once again, I also understand that, yeah, it's scary to maybe if you're already stuck in this rut of putting the, the anti-aging on, and then all of a sudden you're afraid that because you've gotten to a point where you look 20 years older without it, and you're thinking, I can't, I can't go back. Well, the thing is, is that, yeah, that's, that is extremely tough. I know that. I know that you can't just stop putting it on because you you probably see that you look 20 years older than you actually are and you're stuck in this this terrible rut and that's exactly where these corporations want you and that's exactly they know they know that you look 20 years older without their product and they've got you and that's why it's a hundred it's two hundred dollars for the jug of it not even a jug it's a little little container of it they've got you and they make such a huge profit off of you huge profit for you trying to achieve these unattainable goals, these unattainable standards. They're making so much money off of you. How much money am I making off of you by telling you that you're beautiful? None, none at all. What am I gaining from you by telling you stop with the makeup, stop with the lotions, stop with all that stuff and bring out your true beauty, your real beauty. What am I what am I gaining from that? I'm not gaining anything from that. What are you gaining from that? What are you gaining from the message that I'm telling you today that you are beautiful and that you don't need the lotions, you don't need the makeup, you don't need all the the external stuff, 
But what you need more of is you need less of that and you need more of the internal stuff, your confidence, your your integrity, your independence. You need more of that. And if you do gain more of that and you gain less of the external stuff, what's going to happen to your life? I guarantee you, your life is going to be amazing after that. You are going to feel like you've never felt before in your entire life. I guarantee you that. And what have I got to gain from that? So at the end of the day, who would you rather listen to? A corporation who's telling you that you're ugly, that you're wrinkled, that you're old, and that you need their products, that they're the ones, the same people that are telling you that you're ugly are the same people selling you the solution. But the person that who's, who's telling you that you're beautiful is not making a cent off of you. Who would you rather listen to? So that's the thing is... At the end of the day, what I'm trying to say is that you're beautiful. You're gorgeous. You have beautiful skin under there. It may not be today because maybe you are deep in that uh, deep in that rut and you just got to get past that. But you can get past that eventually, just like I did, right? In order for me to grow my hair as long as it is today, like this thing is a hot mess. But in order for me to get to this point, I had to overcome so many insecurities within myself in order to get to where I am today. And I'd rather be here with this hot mess of hair and the confidence that I have to be able to step out in public and say, I don't give a shit what you think of me and my hair. I don't care if it makes me look more native. I don't care if you have a, a prejudgment about what I may look like now versus what I looked like before. Because at the end of the day, that says more about you than it says about me. And I'm the one who gets to put my head down at night knowing what I stand for. And that's probably why you struggle at having a good sleep at night because you deep down have those prejudgments about people like myself. And so anyways, ladies, I hope you really enjoyed this. I hope you got something from it. And I hope that you, you didn't get offended by it. And I hope that you really do take this into consideration. And, you know, we need more beautiful, strong women. Make women great again, right? <laughs> make women great again. That's what I would make biological women great again. I'm sorry to say. I'm not sorry to say, you know, fuck it. Make biological women great again. You know, it's just women are just getting fucking beating on right now at the moment. And it sucks. You know, you have these women who are just putting their blood, sweat and tears trying to shave like milliseconds off world records. And then you have a some douchebag of a loser man who failed as an athlete in the men's category and then just decided that he's going to come over into your category and just fucking destroy all your hard work all your blood, sweat, and tears. And and for what, right? He's, he's taking your Woman of the Year trophies. He's taking your uh, Olympic trophies. He's taking your all of that. It's just terrible what is happening to women right now. And I think we need more uplifting of women. And we shouldn't even have to say biological women. Women are women, okay? At the end of the day, women are women. And we need more uplifting of women because what is happening to you, ladies, is just, it's terrible. It's awful. I hate it. And hope we can get past it. Anyways, 
Like I said, at the end of the day, all I'm saying is that you're beautiful, you're gorgeous. I want you to know that, I want you to understand that. I want you to tap into confidence and realize that confidence will do what makeup never can. And I hope that I hear from you down the line and you tell me all about how you have taken this and ran with it and now you're the best fucking woman that is out there. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this. Let me know and join me on Instagram, Unplugged Freedom. Telegram, Unplugged Freedom. You can see my channel there. I share some stuff in there. Anyways, ladies, I hope you enjoyed this and we shall talk again. Nathan, UnpluggedFreedom.com. Take care. See ya.